Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Free Men and a Little Virus. This week it's week two of series two and it's called For Truck's Sake and you'll see why later on. Anyway, my name's Mark, I'm the one that tries to hold this all together and I'm joined by our regular comedians, Mr. AMJ, that's Adam Morrison-Jones and Paul Tingey. They uh, try to be funny and sometimes it works. This week's show, we talk about uh, weird people at uh, places that they shouldn't be. We talk about page three or page seven of the sun. Mm, You know what I mean? AMJ actually went on another podcast this week. So we talk about that. Uh, There's a woman that got fined for something very strange in Canada. We talk about the favourites in the family. And Dave the Elephant has his very first story time. Doesn't quite go as planned, but yeah, it's good. It's good. And uh, truckers. Yes, truckers, which is why we've got for truck's sake this show. Yes, we talk about truckers with uh, things that they've been trying to take across borders that they're not allowed to now because of Brexit and silly truckers in Dover. We also talk about the fact that Paul is trying to lose weight again and he's going to give us updates every single week. So find out how much weight he's lost this week near the end of this week's podcast. (sighs) Right, I'm going to let you have a listen. Sit back, grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy another week of free men and a little virus. So what have you guys been chatting about? Me? Me, I've been uh, on my journeys, of course. Um... Normally, I uh, I get back home and uh, I get to record this after Sarah's finished work, but she's doing some overtime this week, uh, all because her nasty bosses have uh, you know, given her some overtime. But the, you know, in order for her to be able to do the overtime, I have to drive her all the way out to a little village near Canterbury to a uh, a medical practice. To, if only it was that kind. Oh, but, it's, uh, well, it has to be top secret. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's the other kind, the human kind. Although, um, uh, got here, and I sent you guys a message saying, I've got here, I just need to get the laptop set up. And then um, Sarah came upstairs and she went, there's an old man staring through the front door. And he's just stood there staring. And I went, okay. So I went down. And I went round the side door just to make him jump because he's an old man and I'm nice like that. Uh, plus, he was actually leaning on the front door, which is a big sliding door, glass panel door as well. So, yeah. So I went. I went out there. I went. Um, I went. Excuse me, sir. And he went. Yeah. So I went. Can I help you? And he went. Yeah. I've got. I've got a nine o'clock appointment. And I was like, that'll be nine a.m. It's now nine p.m. at night time. You need to go to bed. And he went. Oh, but she rung me up at five o'clock and said I got a nine o'clock appointment. I went, yeah, yeah she met in the morning. <laughs> I was like, oh, dear. Luckily, he was like, oh, no, yeah, it's my fault. I'll let it go in. And he, he wandered off. But, uh, you know, we have had it before where staff have rung up and said that there's someone stood at the front door and then they've got really, really, really agitated. Like, They'd obviously had some sort of uh, mental health issues because they went mental when they were told that they were 12 hours early for their appointment. (laughs) When I was working at the English Centre, because it used to be like the council offices, I was sat there on my own one day on reception. This bloke comes in, slams his hands down and goes, all right, I need my house sorted. I'm about to lose it all. You need to help me. We're like, we're in English language school. It's like, I don't care. You need to help me on this. I was like, oh, oh, oh. So I made him a cup of tea uh, and then subtly moved him out. But, yeah, there's nothing worse than that, is there? Just weird people, weird people. But it does explain why I sound a bit echoey today, because I'm I'm using the the conference room of the medical centre, which is quite a um, a large room. It's a large room. They don't know I'm using it for this purpose, but it's quite a large room and it's it's a bit echoey. (laughs) 
Uh, are you going to sanitise the seat and the desk that you've been on afterwards? That's Sarah's job. Well, you could sanitise. It could help, but... Yeah. Little village outside Canterbury. How quaint. Yes, I can't tell you where. I think is I might know where it is. Oh. <laughs> well, it's not going to be hard to work out where it is, is it? There There's are quite four. a few, though. No, yeah. Depends how far outside of Canterbury you go. It's it comes under Canterbury when you when you name it, like uh, like such as like Elvington comes under Dover, even though it's like several miles outside. It's uh, yeah, it's still it, this one comes under Canterbury. So. Are you are you in Northgate? No, no. Okay. Are you Google, are you Google Maps then? Are we playing twenty yeah. questions here? Oh, yeah, this is I, like some weird manhunt that we can't actually go. Like, we need to do that. Like, where is he? But we can't leave our houses to find out where he is. No, um, it, it, it's I when I went to university at Canterbury, um, I had to walk with somebody to Northgate, and it's not quite in Canterbury. It's I think it's just outside of Bleen. I think if I remember rightly. Uh, I think I lived near Bleen. Did you? Do I? No, well, no, yeah. you can't live near Bleen if it's you're in, in the Herne Bay. Bleen is in, I, in between Canterbury and Herne Bay. I'm literally on the cusp of, like, Herne Bay, Herne. You probably get on the bus to go to Canterbury from Herne Bay and go through Bleen. I probably do. I, I, just, like the, I just like the name, Bleen. Bleen. How do you bleed? How you bleed? How do you bleed fine? That's racist. Don't be racist. It's not racist at all. That was how everyone in Bleed talks. It is a fact. Really? Dave O'Flynn lives in Bleed and he doesn't talk like that. He does. I've heard him. He does. Hello, Dave O'Flynn from Bleed. That's him. (laughs) He does the voice of Rastamouth, doesn't he? That that would make my day. (laughs) <laughs> oh dear so how you guys been anyway yeah good uh, I wrote down things to kind of talk about because I'm trying to be more organised like Bloody this hell. it's only taken yeah. a year it's only it's taken longer no, than seven that seven years he never turned up to the radio show organised either no, I, rem- I remember once I found a story in the Sun newspaper so I cut it out put it in my jacket pocket, got to the studio, and was like, right, I'm going to read this story, and then realised I'd put another coat on. And I think that's the most <laughs> organised I've ever been. <laughs> Gently annoyed at myself for that as well. I go, right, lads, look, oh, bugger. See, and that, it was that coat pocket that you had the, uh, the third page of the sun in. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> which was very awkward. Never got that crossword. That seems like a distant memory, doesn't it? Like page three used to be such a normal thing in society. Like yeah, and not now anymore. You say it. It's not. It's just gone. Yeah. Now it I... just goes pages one, two, four. <laughs> this is it. There is no like. There is no four. It's like... didn't they do? Didn't they do page seven for a while? Topless men. Or yeah. did did I dream that? Or is that just one of your? Newspapers. <laughs> the topless men. Yeah, I'm sure. I, because when they was trying to uh, appease uh, originally about not doing page three, um, they went, oh, we'll do a topless bloke, page seven. I think it's page seven, page eight. And then um, and then they went, oh, no, it's not fair on either sex, so we'll just stop it. Okay. It's one of those uh, things, though, isn't it? It's like men can be topless. Like, it's not. It's more. I know, and I'm bigger than most women. <laughs> it's true that it has been noted on the comedy circuit. Really? Yeah, yeah. They they call you Tiggy's tits behind your back. Oh, hopefully not the ones who met me when I was thin and not seen me fat yet. That'd be. Those really... were the ones who started it. Pricks. <laughs> yeah, but then you carried it on by um, doing a film review and giving uh, Tiggy tits. Someone missed, missed, missed it. Tits. <laughs> You're like seven no. tits. It, it, it's not true at all. No, no one calls you that. 
the, the Redondo games for you now. hard to track. Wow, they, they uh, listener will. That listener will is yeah. writing it down as we speak. What's his surname? Feel good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be like. There's Tingy's tits. Uh... It's like he's in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Talking of him, um, didn't. AMJ, didn't you do a, a rival podcast with a uh, friend of uh, Trevor Feelgood, Mr. Chris Barnes? Yeah, I, 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 I'll be doing it soon as well. <laughs> I was a guest, and I don't see it as a rival podcast. I see it more as a a kind of, see, this is the Beano, and see, well, that is a lovely free gift. Oh. Did you advertise this podcast on his podcast? Like the Yeah, of course I advertise this podcast on his podcast. Yeah. Ooh, I haven't he, listened to it, so I don't know. He did edit out a big chunk of one of the bad geek stories, which I'm glad he did, because it got very dark. Ooh. Was it was it one of my gigs? No, no, it was that, that one in Margate where that where I asked that kid what his childhood fear was. I say kid, he was 19, <laughs> and he said his uncle had just started crying. Hmm. And he I was did. Like, yeah, I don't want to go too far into it. We'll save that if we ever have a Patreon. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it was great fun. It was really good fun. It was it was good to see Chris doing other stuff. And yeah, it's always better to talk about the bad gigs, isn't it? Like in the comedy it's world, they kind of yeah. There's more of them. Yeah, I've, I've never had one. You've never had a bad gig. No, it's all in perspective. It's all in perspective. Yeah, I just never. I'm just so good. I'm so good. I mean, you heard the you heard the way I was bigging myself up just before Critters joined about when somebody offered me um, quite a, a sustainable amount of money, and I said you can get someone much better for that for that price. Exactly. And also, yeah. you were the cause for two of my worst deaths of all time ever. <laughs> Partly <laughs> you. Two. <laughs> two. Two. I know the dragon's eggs one. What's the other one? The dragon. Oh, the funeral was. Yeah, the funeral was your fault as well. No, it wasn't. The no, wake the was one... your fault. That was Chris Barnes's gig. That weren't mine. No, the the funeral was Chris Barnes's gig, but that other gig, that was a memorial gig. Oh yeah, the yeah that's a funeral. We it sadly passed away about two or three years before that. It's an well, annual event. And, oh, no. and I was asked, I didn't, I didn't organise this. They went against what I asked for. It's okay. All, all's forgiven. Don't sound like it, mate. I don't, well, well, yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm messaging Barnsley in a moment. And I'm going to say, I want to set the record straight on your podcast, mate. To and, be honest, but, though... And all I'm going to do is just slate you. That's all I'm going to do. You're just going to go on there and slate me, even though, like, most people don't have one story about how they accidentally ended up doing gigs at funeral. I know of three separate times now that that has happened to me. It's, it's going like, to be your niche. It's going to be my niche. AMJ, funeral comedian. Funeral well, we put, funeral we put the fun say. in funeral. Oh, bless. Actually, one of those was Steve Baldwin's fault. So he, he, he can take some of the flack for that. But they loved it. They found it hilarious. Yeah. Well, they had a wake on, but they didn't cancel the comedy night. So, like, we turned up and they were like, oh, yeah, you go on anyway, which is never what you want to hear. Like, after seeing people really, like, depressed and low going, yeah, this is really what you want. But did yeah, you, that, that, that's my favourite. Did failings. you knock him dead? Did you I knock him dead though? <laughs> I did. There was stiff competition. <laughs> uh, oh, that was the uh, the topless men that Paul was on about. <laughs> Page seven, as it's known. <laughs> the stiff competition. I'm going to uh, Google that now. I'm sure I'm not making this up. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Just um, yeah, be careful what you put in. I'm just going to put page seven. <laughs> that's what she said. Time. You're going to put yeah, page, page seven, the sun. It used to be, oh, what? They're now putting women on it as well. Oh, the, oh, here you go, here you go, here you go. It I'll just double check 80s. for you, Paul. 
The Sun Page 7 feather. That's what they used to call it. Ah, I never knew that. Anyway, it's a scummy establishment. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't like trying to defend the sun, like when talking about it. I don't even know when the sun came up. Oh, yeah, because I brought it into the studio once. Yeah. It's all your fault. I have a couple of different news stories that are quite interesting. Um, two of them, two of them are about food, and one of yeah. them is not. Which one do you want first? Not food. Yes, please. I oh, haven't eaten anything in ten days. Oh yeah. Yes, you have. I've been unless you're lying on your daily updates. <laughs> yes, I'm, your, I'm, your, I'm the person watching it. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Someone, I, someone's I, actually watching that. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> me. No one bloody likes it. Like, I keep being like, like two I've nights. liked everyone. I've liked oh. everyone, mate. You've liked two. Oh, I'll, I'll go, I will backdate my likes. Thank you. That's a kind of. Every single one. Maybe the ones I didn't like because I thought they were a bit tedious, but never mind. They're two minutes long. How can I be tedious in two minutes? Have you have you met yourself, mate? I have, unfortunately. That's why I'm trying to lose bloody weight. Sorry, yeah. I'm being mean. It's oh. all right. Right, anyway, with all this COVID regulations going on, we've got lots of different lockdown regulations that we've got to abide by. But in Canada, they've actually got a curfew system in place. So yeah. in Canada... You uh, have to stay indoors between the hours of 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. in a bid to halt the spread of coronavirus. However, dog walkers are allowed to be outside during this time as an exception to the rule in case the dog needs to go out for a poo or something. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. So, yeah, dog walkers are allowed outside outside of that. So a woman in Canada has just been fined and uh, it's 1546 Canadian dollars which is equates to about 890 quid for uh, for being outside during curfew but she claimed to have a very good excuse can you think what that excuse might be she didn't have a dog but she needed a poo and her toilet was blocked very close very she was confused because she thought her turtle was about to come out of hibernation, so she went outside to check it was okay. And turtles he wasn't hibernate. there. It's a tortoise. Tortoise lives at turtles need oh, water. So, so that tortoise. Either way, either way, Paul, a life may have been lost. Well, well, I put me to do the hibernated out of water. It definitely would have been lost. <laughs> it would have been lost. <laughs> hibernated in the pond. It definitely would have been lost. Well, had she had she got off the bus, got home, sat down, started typing away at a computer, poured herself a cup of tea, had a bit of relax, and then it was bedtime. So she went to bed was about to put her earphones in, realised she hadn't got her earphones and she only had one wireless earbud, thought, oh, it must be outside. So went outside with a small torch to find the earbud, tripped over and said, ah, for f***'s sake, turn around and the old bill were there. Well, I can see why Paul thinks your things are tedious. <laughs> <laughs> and Did it's the wrong know, answer. You know what I was thinking then, Critters? <laughs> well... <laughs> I was thinking, I was on the, I thought I'd finally made it on to Would I Lie to You? And it was the worst <laughs> episode ever. Nothing like well, an instant review, is there? Um, <laughs> right, well, I can see why he thinks you're tedious. That's <laughs> <laughs> a poster. Tedious is <laughs> full ticket. Uh, I didn't say that. And, I, and don't get me started on your posters. Because I've given you loads of lovely stuff to put on your posters, and not one of my quotes have made it on there. But yes, you still yeah. use the Stephen Mulhern one. You still use the Mulhern one, and it's not even that good of a quote. <laughs> it's weird though, Paul, isn't it, that I'd go go with Stephen Muller whilst trying to sell tickets to a show. Yeah, it is. 
It's not. This is a great one. Danny Hunt said so good. He may be wet. Danny Hunt. Who's Danny? He's, he's a bit of a um, fella. He's a bit of a. That, Who's, that Danny man, Who's Danny Hunt? He's a magician. He's worked with David Blaine and he worked on the original series of Sherlock and working out how all the illusions would work. Wow, that's going to bring the punters in on your comedy poster, isn't it? What was your quote again, just for the listeners at home or the readers? I've given you at least a dozen quotes now to put on posters. I mean, the kind of quotes you're looking for, really, are um, I'll do your path for 500 quid. (laughs) (laughs) Most most promising act on the circuit at the moment was one one of the nicest things I've ever said. I thought... That's definitely getting on the posters. You put on there, no. You can even put stand and deliver. You don't even have to put my name. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I put that on. Yeah, loads, loads of people have used my quotes on their posters, including Edinburgh posters. One of them was a nominee for Newcomer Awards a few years ago. Mm. And you doing your little tin pot backstreet. <laughs> Bath ones. Oh, I'm going to put Danny Hunt on there because everyone <laughs> knows who he is. When he says most promising act, he means what, what the next line is, but he hasn't delivered. Most tedious. That's what I mean. <laughs> most tedious fucking snobby I've ever met. Five stars. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Not as long as love each other. Yeah, deep down, deep down. And that's what she yeah, said. I take that back. I actually quite like Danny Hunt. I've met him a couple of times. He's a, he's a really nice guy. He's oh. a lovely guy. He won Wizard of the Year two years running. Harry was livid. <laughs> <laughs> he really was. <laughs> so he's not even a real wizard. Even you, Harry, you're fictional. Get out of my house. <laughs> right, anyway, back to this news story. <laughs> Neither of you got it right about uh, why this woman was outside. Was well, it? <laughs> go on. She, what she, story she, are you going to give us? Why she was outside. So she was sat in her house and then she looked at the moon and realised it looked really big like she could hold it in her hand. So she left the house and was trying to like literally hold the moon in her hands and the police stopped her. I think you've given me a clue for the right answer, MJ. She's not Shania Twain. The moon came out, and she thought she was a werewolf, so she jumped through her window naked and started howling. Close, but no cigar. Uh, she, was actually, she was actually... No, see, but she was actually... Uh, even when the police challenged her, she claims that she was walking her dog. Yeah. Do you know what she was walking? And it's not a turtle or a tortoise. No, no. Um, you know what, she had a leash on and she was walking down the road. Oh, oh no, I know this. I, I, I saw it. some kink shaming. It was it was a man. Yes, it, it was, was her like husband. It, she yeah. put her husband on a lead and pretended that he was a dog so that she could get around the dog walking rule. But the uh, the police in Quebec um kind of figured out that he wasn't quite hairy enough to be a dog. And a so big, uh, oh. Yeah, but and he, and he spoke. Yeah, but he if he identified as a dog, wow. did you hear the... where's the legal standings on that? Well, he probably would if he had COVID because he'd feel a bit rough. Hey, but he didn't. So yeah, apparently they actually argued it all, completely uh, claiming that they're acting within the rules, and uh, actually they were both fined. That amount of money, which equates to almost eight hundred and ninety pounds. It's it's found. You find something, and then they're found. Ah, chap. What? It, it, you know, like find to find something, and you said fine. It was just a plowing word. It was a crap pun. Move on. It was. It was. It's not even spelled the same. Is it? Be amusing. Yeah. Be amusing. <laughs> the Guardian, two thousand seven. That was one of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What he did, what he, what he failed to put on there was that it was his like parental guardian. <laughs> parental guardian, mildly amusing. I don't think <laughs> nice about me. 
<laughs> Here's my day amusing, Dad. That's what you should do on these uh, posters. Do it like that. Your family members. Right. Family members. Yeah. Dad's favourite, Terry. I. <laughs> <laughs> Alan. Are you are your family, Paul? Or, like obvious of who the favourite child is? Uh, no. Um, although the other three will disagree and say it's me. <laughs> Would they say it was you? Yeah. But are you the favourite? Probably not. Although I probably am actually. Yeah, because I'm the best. I'm definitely <laughs> not the favourite. I don't know. Like it's always baffled me as well. Like I reckon it changes. Like, I'm generally the favourite when I go away for, like, a long period of time. <laughs> yeah, because they're celebrating. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's no like more TV stories. No <laughs> 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 boring stories. Genius <laughs> <laughs> life. Dry Jones. Can, you, can you remember when he was touted as the next promising thing? No, he can't. Why is that? Because it was never put on his f***ing poster. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are you the oldest, Mark? Yeah, I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest of the three of us. So, uh, of uh, me and my two brothers, there's six years between each of us. Six oh. years between me and the next one, and then six years down on from that one. So, yeah. So, I am the oldest. Uh, where, whereabouts in the uh, pecking order do you guys come? MJ, where do you come? I am. I am big brother. Uh, I'm young I'm brother. Yeah, and there's four years in between all of us. Mm. Just thinking this out, actually, AMJ, your parents waited until each one was at nursery and then got busy. Yeah. So at least at least my parents waited until, like, we was at school for a year and then my mum would go, I'm bored now, what's something else to do? Give me another kid. <laughs> oh, I'm bored now. Let's do it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> so, uh... is, that, is that how it works? I'm bored now. Well, this, this is in the, the in the olden times, of course, when you had uh, you know the house, the stereotypical housewife and the man going out to work. You know, it's not like that nowadays. Not in modern times. You know, you'd both be out working, or you get a a house husband and things like that. But yeah, when it was the stereotypical, uh, yeah, housewife and man going out to work, then yeah, yeah. By the time like, why is the mango going to work? Well, the mango got to work. Fruit out to work. <laughs> yeah, why not? If I could have got away with it in previous jobs, I'd definitely have sent a mango in instead of me. <laughs> Actually, got the same it, personality as you do. <laughs> I've just got a vision of this mango on a till in Waitrose. It would have been as effective. <laughs> Probably a wood towards the end of it. Oh, memories. In, in, in our household... Um, between the oldest and the second oldest, there's three years. Um, and then to the next brother, it's six years. And then three. Blimey. Yeah. And that's, Blimey. Why, your parents are, that's why your parents are in their 80s. No, they're not. They're in their mid-60s. But when I have kids, I really want like them to like be born quite close together. So what you want is twins. That that'd be the dream, one of each. Put in order. Put in the just order done. now. Just, done. just bring that's, up the stalk, people. We uh, <laughs> yeah. well, it's a Jones's curse that only ever males come from like Jones's side. What from the what? <laughs> Did you just say from the penis? <laughs> and then laugh like a little schoolwork from me penis. <laughs> I'm sorry, skirt. that's true. That is, that is unbelievable. I'm so I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe Geraldine didn't say that. I know. I know. Ah, yeah. So, um, so normally it's just just me during the podcast. Bleep 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 bleep. Yeah, it, it just seems to be supermarket sweep. It is. I used to love supermarket sweep. Yeah. When I used to love supermarket sooty. Hey. When you hear the beep, think of the breakdown Paul's having. <laughs> supermarket. Think of the mango taking its place as Adam on supermarket sweep. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, yeah. You can get away with it. Just put some ginger hair on top, it'd be fine. No one would know. Like, like <laughs> shave the back of it so it's got a ball patch. should be fine. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. Oh, dear. So, um, yeah, last week, we you, you suddenly threw it upon me that Dave the Elephant was supposed to be doing some sort of um, story time. But, but how is that going to work when we don't have any children listening to this? Wow. Because Anne Jay is going to teach me um, all about um, how Dave can learn from these stories. And it's going to be um, adult for everybody. So adults alike can learn from these beautiful Aesop's fables. Mm. Are we starting out this week? Yeah. Well, Dave's here. Dave's here waiting to do it. Oh, is Dave here? Oh, well. I, I, will, I will open up the book. Oh. Oh, is it is it time, Paul? Is it time I can speak? Yes, Dave, you can speak, but remember, let MJ tell the story, and then you can ask questions at the end. Oh, don't interrupt. I'm not like you. you you've been really foul mouthed tonight. Oh, I hope everything's okay, Paul. It's all right, Dave. I'm just just a bit tetchy tonight. Oh, don't be tetchy. You've got nothing to be tetchy for you. You've got a lovely wife and two lovely children. You've got a roof over your house. Put a smile on your face, Paul. You've got a roof over your house. And stop being... Yeah, he's got a roof over his house. There'd be no good having a roof over his head when he's in the house. Because you can't open umbrellas up inside. Those are the roofs that you take outside, and then that becomes your roof over your head. It keep you dry. You Dave, need a roof Dave, over your house. Otherwise, you're going to get wet. Dave, Dave, Dave. I, th- I think your story is getting a bit... A bit irrelevant now. I don't get it. <laughs> so anyway, um, how's the uh, how's the um, fundraising going actually for the visualization of Dave the Elephant? Wow! You won't believe it. You will not believe how much we've raised. I, I think I will believe how much we've raised. <laughs> <laughs> wow! There's been a slight snag on the fundraising uh, front. You ain't uh, done the video yet. You ain't done the video yet, have you? No, no. Uh, <sighs> well, what what's that stuff? Bit for the video? We don't know what we want, we want him to say yet. And <laughs> what you need for that video for Dave the Elephant is a um, Dave the Elephant visualisation tool. Yeah. yeah. Which but, is the but, one thing the video's meant to be raising money for. So th- there's a lot of flaws in this. Yeah. <laughs> We've already raised the $500. You don't need to worry. Have we? Yeah. I found three bank cards. Ah, nice. <laughs> Who, whose are they? Uh, Mr. P. Tingy, Mrs. Z. Tingy, and Mr. G. Tingy. Yeah, you ain't going to get any money out of them. Oh, I don't know. Paul's dad looks a bit rich. Actually, he smells a bit rich. Oh. Maybe that's what Paul meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, anyway, so what's this story time? How's it happening? What's what's going on? You, I'll leave it in you, you two's capable hands. Oh, so, thanks. Thanks for trusting me. It's all right. So what we've decided to do is for all the people in the world in these COVID times, we've decided to restore faith in humanity. Isn't that right, yeah, Dave? That's what we're doing. So the best way we thought of doing that was reading some of Aesop's fables. Partly, well, you're in luck, Dave. Partly because we don't have to give him any money because he's dead. So are you ready, Dave? Are you ready to help me? Yeah. You sound really unsure there, Dave. You're okay. You sound like you've fallen down a well. I almost sneezed. Oh, bless you. You can't sneeze, especially in these times. So, this is a story about a tortoise and a hare. Oh, tortoise and hare. Marvellous. If you notice, it's, it's, it's not going to be a swim, but was it be turtle and the hare? No, it won't. it's definitely the tortoise and the hare, Dave. So, because oh, the rabbit would, the, the, the hare, the hare would drown. It, it would drown. And so, a hare, a hare was making oh, fun not of. Not on your head, is it? No, no, I haven't got any hair on my head, no. 
a hare was making yeah. fun of a tortoise one day what? for being so slow. That's, that's really mean. What it is, is, that for? Well, it's just a bit of a mean hare, Dave. You get some of them smart but, ass hairs. But, but, but all the hairs I know are really nice. I, I feel like this is the media trying to turn everybody against the hairs. Yeah, but do you actually know any hairs? You are an elephant. You, you come from yeah. Africa. Of course I know hairs. Name two. Name two hairs right now. Billy, Billy and Brian. Billy and Brian Hare. Oh, well, where do they live? In their burrows, in their dens. And, and, and you're, you're a bloody elephant. Like, how do you get into a burrow or a den? I'm two foot two. Yeah, but it's still bigger than... A... Right. Hairs, hairs can grow up to four foot. Yeah. N- not in this country. Yeah, they can. No, they can't. They can't. I, they can't. I, went for, I went for a walk, yeah, and there's a really big hair. Yeah, it must have been at least three foot. It was half foot taller than me. And I, and I said to Brian, who's that? He went, oh, that's Charlie. He, he's tall. Oh, and, so another and, one of your fictional hairs that you're just making up willy-nilly. Beg your pardon? You heard me. You've never seen a hair in your life. I have. I've seen five. There's five. Billy. Well, that's gone up from the previous one. No, that's the big one that I saw. I know Billy, Brian. They're two of my favouritest friends. Then, and then, and then there's Charlie, the big one, who I don't really know. I just saw him. Said, "Who's that?" They said, "Charlie." I said, "Oh, hello, Charlie." And. He he looked at me and then hopped off and 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 then I saw I saw I saw David and I went, oh there's a right, one my never seen any hairs ever in the entirety. Of I'm trying to read a story here. I'm trying to save the nation. And every time I start on this, you keep cutting in with some stupid hairbrain scheme that wasn't a pun about hairs. You've not seen a hair. <laughs> you've ruined the story. It's absolutely. I'm fed up on this. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. The tortoise got nowhere. The tortoise got in front for being slow and steady. I wish you wouldn't have been ahead. Wait, 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 wait. Why did the tortoise get in front? Why did the tortoise get in front? Well, Dave, before you started interrupting and telling the whole world about bloody hairs and every rabbit under the f***ing sun, I'll tell you why that happened. What happened? You're asking me questions. I like to answer questions, but... But how how did how did the tortoise get in front of the hare? How did the tortoise get in front of the hare? How did the tortoise yeah. get in front of the hare? I'll tell you how the tortoise tortoise shot him. What? But tortoises aren't violent unless you try and nick their lettuce and carrots. You don't and need your finger. What? <laughs> <laughs> you what, MJ? Oh, Thank you, Phil. Say, MJ, the three bears. I I know tortoise. You don't know a tortoise. Well, don't I know, know the three hairs. I, I know. I know. That sounds like Paul's scalp. Um, but well, I, I know. I, I know a, a turtle. He's called Edward. He lives he in Paul's front room. He's not a turtle. You don't know. Oh. You live a charm. You are a middle class elephant. He no. Right. You two are going to get a photo of Edward sent to you at the end of this podcast. He is actually telling the truth. I do have a turtle called Edward who lives in a tank in my front room. Do, do you know what's really worrying? I forgot you were there for a minute, Paul, and that really freaked that out. <laughs> well, you know, you know, Dave and me have to share the phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul might be getting me a phone for my birthday, and I can't wait to go and take selfies with with my two hair friends and my tortoise friend and me and Edward. Well, I'll put a snorkel on to get a selfie with Edward. I don't want to drown. But you don't want to drown. Well, that When's was your birthday, Dave? When's my birthday? Yeah. Ooh. My birthday? You'll never believe this. Yeah. This week, it's Thursday. No, this year. This year, sorry. My this, birthday this, this week. Your your birthday what? My birthday's Thursday this year. You ask me what day is my birthday? Thursday. Okay. How old are you going to be on that Thursday? Oh, age is just uh, abstract of the mind. Um, 
But uh, let's say I'm going to be 12. 12? Well, I, yeah. think, I think 10 is more marketable for the, the toy markets, Dave. Well, let's say I'm 10 then. There we go. <laughs> <sighs> My birthday's the Thursday this year. Mm. I mean, are you an Asian elephant or an African elephant? Ooh, have a look at my ears, mate. I can't see. I'm on a phone call. Oh, I'm actually an English elephant. Because I, I, I got my dual citizenship. But I'm originally from Kenya. Kenya, so that'd be an African elephant then. So the average African elephant lives for between 60 and 70 years. So you're still quite young. Yeah. That's why I'm so naive. But my birthday is the 1st of April. Ah, of course it is. Thursday. As as, as a number of comedians' birthdays are on the 1st of April. Why am I picturing the animals are far? And Jay, I still want to know how this this hair let a tortoise overtake him. So, Dave, this, this, this hair... We used to yeah. run really, really fast. Well, we even sounds like Hensley really fast. Uh, but I... this hair, he got very confident. Because the tortoise was so slow, Dave. Really yeah. slow and tedious, like some would say I am. But no, so... you're just bored and tedious, mate. So, so the hare decided to stop for a little nap. Oh, yeah. And he overslept. Oh, and no. then. The tortoise beat him to the finish line. Well, you know what? It, it serves that hair right. It does serve that hair right. He shouldn't have been so arrogant. He, he, he don't be arrogant. We should treat everyone exactly the same. It's like those Premier League teams who play their youth clubs and the FA Cup game. Don't do that. Treat everyone the same. Stop being so arrogant. It's true. Do you know the moral of this story? Um... Don't race tortoises and hares because the RSPCA turn up. Uh, or that, is it make sure you set your alarm if you're going to have a kip? It is indeed. Make sure you set your alarm properly and have a fully charged phone. Yep, oh, so yeah. that someone who has no chance of winning has got no chance of winning. <laughs> take them all out, Dave. Take, that's what you've got to do in life. You've got to take everyone out. Take no, just take them out for dinner or something. Yeah, take them out for a nice dinner. Ooh, how can I do that? We're in lockdown. Well, I don't know. It's a life, a life lesson. So, yeah, we've got plenty of time left. Yeah. <gasps> We're hopefully not going to be in a lockdown for the rest of our lives. But you never know. <laughs> you said that so lightheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike he Kelly Chuckle. We're not going to be in lockdown forever, but you never know. And it's good night for me. <laughs> Yay! Talk about lockdown, actually. Not only have we got all this coronavirus stuff, we've got Brexit going on as well, which is even more fun, especially oh, for us living that. in Dover. Those especially living in Dover. for food manufacturers. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got all this lot going on. Uh, chaos in, in Dover and all the surrounding areas with uh, with the, the traffic getting through the port and stuff and having to do extra tests because of coronavirus on top of what they would normally do with Brexit. But, do you know, there was an interesting, I found it quite funny, this news story that happened. Uh, it was actually at the Dutch border following Brexit about a, yeah. a lorry driver. This lorry driver who got very upset all because he had something on him that, with the new Brexit rules, he wasn't allowed to take across the border. Now, AMJ, what was it? Something he could have... I'm going to go with... He used to be able to take it with him, so he had it. used to have, have this certain thing with him all the time, but now he's not allowed to under the new Brexit rules. Is it a Galaxy Dark Mars bar? Ooh, no. Didn't know this oh, is I, I read. I read this story... Well, then you can't have a go. Paul, do you know? Oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess. So, to Holland, you say? 
Yes, yes. The land of Amsterdam. Yes. Uh, let's go with uh, drugs. No, you weren't allowed them beforehand either. A bicycle. No, the government. Why, Why is Paul and MJ not getting the answer? It's been on the news everywhere. They're really frustrating me. It's like when I watch Mock the Week and they give silly answers. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, they to. do that. But what? They, they're they're in. They're there to compete. They they like the hair. They they're getting too cocky for their own boots. And then you, Dennis, gets in and gets all the points. Well, they are comedians. They do get too big for their boots. Did you just refer to him as huge Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> He's quite tall. <laughs> Dennis. Or is he on about page seven again? Page seven. <laughs> if, if if it's huge, Dennis. Hello. I feel like you're you're taking fun of me. Uh, we only do it because we love you, Dave. How much do you love me? Uh, seven. Oh, I like that number. I'll take that. It's a good number. Seven. <gasps> seven. That's my Len Goodman impression. I would do mine, but I'd shout and there's houses nearby, so it might upset them. Um, anyway, the, the one thing that uh, this lorry driver could not take across, and it was actually filmed as well, so there is footage that you can watch. What was it? Can I say, can I say? Go on, him. Peanut butter. No, I'm only joking. Ham sandwich. Yes, a ham sandwich. Because under post-Brexit rules, you cannot take meat across the border. So, well, um, in all fairness, it's always been a rule in EU countries. You can't bring in meat from non-EU countries. Yeah, and now we are a non-EU country. So, yeah, so there was like, nope, you're not, having the, not taking the meat. And the guy, the actual driver, was like, well, do you, can you, do you want to just take the ham and I still have the bread but no, they had to take the whole sandwich. Yeah, because he put butter on the sandwich and that's an animal, animal derivative because you can't, you can't have anything that derives from an animal. So, oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to go abroad now because oh, I'm derived from an animal mummy and daddy elephant. It's true. Isn't that <laughs> well, a weird rule like that? Not being able to take a ham sandwich across? What, what's well, going to happen with uh, that? It's a ban on any meat or dairy products. I mean, it was, it's been in, like, um, like I was mentioned there, it's, it's been in place for anyone travelling from a non-EU country into the EU uh, for many years because it's supposed to stop the potential spread of animal diseases like foot and mouth and swine fever and all stuff like that. So it's in place for a good reason, but for truckers that have been used to taking their own sarnies with them and uh, travelling... What? Truckers with a turf. Oh, I thought you'd been very rude. I thought you turned into Paul. No, no, not that rude. Not not as rude as that that trucker. Again, with a T, a turf trucker. So, yeah, but he was just all upset. Well, what they have said is that a limited amount of fruit, vegetables, honey, and fish is allowed. So, you could uh, have a tuna sandwich and take that across the border. As long as you, you don't have butter your bread. Yeah, yeah, don't butter it. Uh, yeah, you can have, yeah, you can have as much fruit and veg as you want, you know, for, in your packed lunch. And, yeah, you know, you can be really healthy. Just can't have a ham sandwich. I bet that's what all the truckers are doing. Like, they strike me as people who would really like to take a load of fruit with them. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what you want on a long journey, isn't it? Like... <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I don't eat that ham sandwich. I've got a handful of grapes. There was there's somebody I know who's, who used to be a trucker, and he, he used to take a camping stove with him and set it up on the passenger seat. And whilst driving an 18-wheel truck, he would, he would cook himself bacon sandwiches, uh, soup. I said, "You're driving." He went, "Yeah." Imagine getting caught in a pothole. I almost burnt myself with with the soup. And you can burn the you can burn the cab down. 
Oh, well, <laughs> never mind. He used to make himself egg sandwiches. And one time, because his wife used to go sometimes as well as the trucker's mate, um, if he was going down uh, to Italy and places I bet, like I bet that. She, I bet she was the trucker's mate, eh? <laughs> hey, hey. hey. And, and she didn't know that he used to cook his own food whilst driving. So she'd fallen asleep and he was really hungry. So he started frying himself an egg. But the heat from the camping stove woke her up. And she said, what are you doing? I'm meant to cook for you whilst you're driving. Even better still, let's just park and eat. Got two hours, I ain't got time to stop. (laughs) Yeah, talking of truckers, actually, um, just on a a local news story, do you hear what happens uh, on this morning, as in Thursday morning, at the Duke of York's roundabout in Dover? Regarding oh. a lorry. Oh, was it? Uh, go on, Dave. A silly, a silly trucker. Was was it that I was chasing my friend Timothy Shrew, and and we caused an accident? No, no, it's not that. Well, I'm glad no, no one knows about that. Then I'm so glad <laughs> we're in the clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Oh, it was um, the obviously the police uh, are all around the place making sure that the lorry drivers don't just park anywhere at the moment because they you have to be parked in a specific place and make sure you've got all your COVID checks and all that stuff done. And so the police are actually going around and putting great big wheel clamps on lorries that park in the wrong place. You know, if if they refuse to move, they get clamps until they pay. So. <laughs> So what had happened was overnight last night, a lorry had parked in the lay-by at the end of the Dover Deal Road, uh, which isn't really a lay-by. It's just like a edge on the side of the road. There's a bit of hard standing. Uh, he parked there, and apparently the police had told him to move, and he said, nope, can't because of me hours. So they put the clamp on there. And then this morning... He, the truck driver decided that he still didn't want to pay the fine, so he tried driving off. With the clamp oh, on. With fool. the clamp on. So these clamps, especially on lorries, are massive and metal. Mm. And most of the like, bodywork on modern lorries are fiberglass. Yeah. Oh. So it kind of destroyed the whole front corner of this lorry by him driving away and actually onto the roundabout. So it made a big mess and had to wait for recovery trucks to turn up. So, yes, he was a very silly trucker. And Timothy and me get away with it again. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no. Uh, Did you know what, though? How does that work on the hours? Because I I remember, like, when working with the the foreign kids, like, if, like, a coach driver goes, like, a minute over, you have to pull over. Yep. And, yeah, and, it, they, uh, and it's so it's, strict. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, they have actually relaxed the rules slightly during all this uh, pandemic that's going on at the moment just to try and get uh, produce and products around the country and across Europe. So they have, uh, they have extended the, the amount of hours that truckers can work, but you still got, you know, it's still very strict on the, on the limits. Yeah, uh, very strict. Yeah. One of the mo- one of the best moments ever, and I found this hilarious. Like the the, the coach company turned up. I won't tell you what they're called because they're not going anymore. Uh, <laughs> Is it one I got? Uh, Carol Peters. Oh, well, listen. Oh, that company. I know. I know the uh, the owners. But so th- this 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 is it to a T. It was ten <laughs> o'clock in the morning. I got on the coach. The coach driver's there. Like, you're all right. Yeah, not too bad, fellow. It's like, we're driving. We're leaving Broadstairs. And then we get to Manston. He's going, right, I'm going to have to pull over and take a 45-minute break. I went, why? We've just left now. I've already done a run this morning. Like, what do you mean? Why, why did you just stop before leaving? <laughs> like, driving, like, <laughs> 10 minutes down the road. That's oh, crazy. What I went to, like, wait in McDonald's. And, but they were great. I miss the old coach drivers. Like, yeah. I miss the free food as well in uh, certain, uh, oh, what they called? Service stations? Service stations for free as yes. well. That's yes. a nice little perk, wasn't I, it? I miss, I miss that from when I was a coach driver. 
And uh, but then that's probably why um, I handed all my weight over to Paul. Yeah, you you're a coach driver in training, Paul. Obviously, I didn't pay for a fright for months. It was brilliant. <laughs> what? Hold on. Uh, I'm just going to start. <laughs> I'm going to find myself a coach. <laughs> What? Well, no, no, I'm not going to, because you know what? This year, I'm taking it seriously for losing weight, and to to prove how serious, I'm going to announce every week on the podcast how much weight I've lost or gained. And if I gain, I need you two to be viciously harsh towards me to put myself back into place. But the so first we, we can go, oi, oi, yeah, oi, Tingy, lose lose some weight, Tubbs. Go on, Tingy tits. Why am um, I picturing you being weighed on like massive scales by the town mayor and everyone gathering <laughs> round this moment in my time? I'm going two pounds. It'd make me lose weight a lot more, I'll be honest. Uh, yeah. Do you want to? Well, do you want to join uh, the, the the Fat Boys Club? I, I did say yes when you invited me. Well, so, so far it's just it? us. But just like your quotes, just like my quotes, they don't get anywhere near, anywhere near anything that you do. All right, all right. I'll start up a Facebook group and like we will message each other words of encouragement and yeah. nice stuff to get each other through it. But you got you it. I will join. I will shopping. join and put pictures of kebabs and things like that on the group. <laughs> And you I can suck my balls. About 10 years Chocolate ago. Chocolate salty balls. Chocolate salty yep. balls. We, we formed a group called the Fat Boys Run Club in Dover. And I remember it was going really well until we decided to run uphill one day. And then it kind of fizzled out a bit. But that was quite good. Was that the uh, inspiration for that, that film? Run, what, Fat run, Boys run? Yeah, exactly. They, they saw these fat men running up a hill and thought, you know what? Let's get someone who isn't fat to play a fat man. So, yeah, yeah, that always works. It really annoyed me when he got cast, is that? Because. Especially so, when Nick Frost was available. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, someone who was actually fat. Don't make a film about someone being fat and cast someone who isn't fat. It's not fair. There are plenty of fat actors out there wanting work. They're hungry. Well, not that hungry, but they're hungry for gigs. They're very hungry. Very um, hungry. So, would, would, so, do you want to know how much how much I've lost this week? Yes. Nine LBS. Really? Yeah, nine pounds. Whoosh. Well done to you. Thank you very much. What did you spend that on? A McDonald's? I made sure I said LBS, so you couldn't make a joke, but you still done it regardless. Yeah, but anyway, it's Burger King. Tenacious. <laughs> I lost five pounds, but yeah, man, we'll do it. We'll do it. We're. I well, Hold on, hold on. Don't just put that as a throwaway aside, Mark. Uh, remark. Say that again, Am Jane. Say it prouder. I lost five pounds. Well done. Well, done. thank you. I really I feel uneasy 20- at this niceness. I lost 21 pounds at McDonald's on the way over here. <laughs> By oh, the whole family of dinner. Did you have the katsu nuggets? No, no, I'm not that brave. Oh, that good, bad. Although I did try the um, spicy vegetarian wrap. How was that? It was nice, but obviously made with a lot of peas because it was very pasty. Ooh. So, yeah, I wouldn't have it again. Pasty peas. Anyway, talking of food, uh, Lee, I've got one more news story and then we're going to have to wrap up shortly because uh, I know Sarah needs to get into this room and, uh, and clean it, the one that I'm actually sat in. Um, there is a, a takeaway in Workington, Cumbria, uh, which has just created Britain's most unbeatable burger. The burger itself, with all its trimmings, weighs two stone. Bloody hell. It has enough calories to feed the average person for two weeks. So it could feed me for lunch? Yeah, possibly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if you can eat it all in an hour, you get it for free. 
but it contains 30,000 calories. Uh, how, is, how, in, how long can you eat it in to get it for free? An hour. An hour. An hour. You, you, will, you will either die trying or... Just die. It'd be like that Simpsons episode when he has that really long baguette that he keeps for weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps coming up. Yeah. Well, this, uh, is, there's 24 pounds of beef just in the, you know, in the burgers. Now, and it's the equivalent of about 56 normal-sized burgers. Uh, then, of course, topped with mountains of cheese, 20 slices of bacon, uh, comes with a side of fries, and, of course, the massive bun that it's held inside. Uh, oh, and the salad at the bottom, of course, to make it healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole, yeah, the burger weighs 11.4 kilos. There you go. That's the, it's on a, I've got a picture of it on scales. They, I don't think anyone's going to be able to do that somehow. Not even um, when uh, Adam from Man vs. Food was at his prime. I don't think he'd be able to do it. Now he's I'm, really skinny I'm, now, isn't he? He is, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, but when he was in his full-on food eating, yeah. yeah, competition eating, he would. Yeah. I think he'd struggle. I don't think he'd be able to do it at all. Um, well, although it's, it's not bad price though. If you don't manage to eat it, you still get a lot of food uh, for thirty quid. That's not well, that's bad. Worth taking a few friends with you, isn't it, and just enjoying yeah. a thirty-pound meal? Yeah, yeah exactly. that's good value. Yeah, not I mean, bad. And I've worked it out. Like the the average intake for a man is two thousand five hundred calories a day. Yeah. By the size of that, that is actually twelve days worth of food. Twelve days food. irrigations, four clogged arteries, and a bowl of French fries on the side. You wouldn't want sides, would you? Like no, no. Oh, you get to go straight in. No, no touching the sides. I'm allowed no. one treat a but week. I've heard above. that's about a bit right for you. It doesn't touch the sides when it goes in. You were. Hey. <laughs> but, um, uh, the, the cleaner has arrived. Oh. Do not yeah. speak about your wife like that. You need to stop being so misogynistic. <laughs> uh, yeah, she just said she's, she's not a scrubber. <laughs> I, did, I didn't say that. Yeah, I know. But Come you on, get paid for everything. Oh, I'm being, I'm being uh, accused of misogyny. Unbelievable. Always. Uh, always. Coca-Cola. <laughs> uh, on that note, I think we shall end for this week and then we'll come back next week. We've got another um, story time. Yes, we're going to do the story of the prince and the pauper. Are you going to make up your mind earlier? It was Goldilocks and the Free Birds. I'm going to do the story of Goldilocks and the three bears. Goldilocks and the three paupers. Goldilocks and the, and the prince what? and the pauper. Goldilocks and the three paupers. That could be Sarah as Goldilocks and, and yeah. you, me, AMJ as the paupers. Mm, it could be. That. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go then. And we're going to, um, we're going to come back next week with more fun, frivolity and loads of absolute frolics. Yeah, I best go because uh, Mrs. T is waiting patiently to watch the new episode of Eight Out of Ten Cats Does Countdown. Ooh, not bad. Mm. By the way, who's been watching The Masked Singer? I have, yeah, and I, I called have. it. I called it. I you did. I, I was quite oh, surprised. So proud of that. Yeah, I've, I've called um, the last two that have gone. I called uh, Mel B. I missed the first week. I called yeah. Mel B and um, the one who went this week. Martin. McCutcheon. Who, yeah, for those, uh, the, for those that missed it, tough. Well, it's not her perfect moment. No. What, what, um, a, but then there's one two show. others. Yeah. I know, I know two others. I'm like 100% sure on. on one of them. And go then, on. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to say. Gonna yeah, say. go on. Go on. All right. The one I'm 100% sure on, and I won't say which, which masked singer it is, but I oh, reckon it is Sheridan Smith. I'm with you there. Oh, uh, yeah. I said that as well. Mm. I reckon one of them is the front man from Aha. Really? Yeah. The and one I who's. One of them is uh, Dave the Elephant. <laughs> Could well be. 
Because every Saturday... And on that bombshell. Yeah, that'd be great TV. Take it off a box to see an elephant. <laughs> yes. Which one would it be under, though? I can't tell you that. Secret. Oh, it's a really on short one. He's only two foot two, so it's got to be a really short one. <laughs> no, it's like, I'm, I'm just in the head of it. And and I'm on I'm on top of Peter Crouch's shoulders. Ah, you're ahead of the game. Yeah. Hey, right. See what you did there. First, why you're funny, and the other two aren't. Exactly. <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> Good night, everyone. No. Bye worries. bye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Ah, that went well. I think that was a really good episode. Musical Insights.